In this presentation, we will take a look at reminders related to the American Opportunity Credit. This information can be found in Publication 970. Reminders, Educational Institutions, EIN, require. This is the employer identification number. Typically, if we're reporting something to the IRS, we're going to have to report the number related to the institution, that being the EIN or employer identification number back to the text. To claim the American Opportunity Credit, you must provide the Educational Institution's Employer Identification Number, EIN, on Form 8863. You should be able to obtain this information from Form 1098-T or the Educational Institution. So the 1098-T will typically be the form that we will be receiving. We will then fill out Form 8863. That form looks like this. Here's Form 8863, Education uh, Credits. So you can get a quick overview of it. We'll go through this with examples in the future in future presentations. Back to the text. Form 8862 may be required. If your American Opportunity Credit was denied or reduced for any reason other than a math or clerical error for any tax year beginning after 2015, you must attach a completed Form 8862 information to claim certain refundable credits after disallowance to your tax return for the next year for which you claim the credit. See Form 8862 and its instructions for details. Form 1098-T requirements. To be eligible to claim the American Opportunity Credit, the law requires a taxpayer or dependent to have received Form 1098-T, tuition statement from an eligible educational institution. So note the 1098-T. You'll probably be very familiar with a 1099. That usually a 1099 form usually represents that we have some type of income typically. A 1098 could represent that we have some taxable information that could possibly use to benefit us, such as a deduction, possibly, or some type of credit. So typically, we're going to actually receive this from the institution. And the person who is giving the benefit is typically required to give this information. So in other words, the educational institution who is giving the benefit of the education is typically required by the IRS to provide that information in the form of a 1098-T and they also provide that information to the IRS so that the IRS can kind of match things up. So usually in most cases if it's a straightforward case then of course we're going to get that 1098-T instructions to it and that should make the filling out of our taxes a little bit easier although the education Information can be kind of difficult because we have a few different options, a few different credits uh, to think about as we go through it. Back to the text. Statement from an eligible educational institution, whether domestic or foreign. However, you may claim the credit if the student doesn't receive a Form 1098-T because the student's educational institution isn't required to furnish a Form 1098-T to the student until existing, until existing rules. For example, if the student is a qualified non-resident alien, has qualified educational expenses paid entirely with scholarship, has qualified educational expenses paid under a formal billing agreement, or is enrolled in courses for which no academic credit is awarded. If a student's educational institution isn't required to provide a Form 1098-T to the student, you may claim the credit without Form 1098-T if you otherwise qualify, can demonstrate that you or a dependent 
were enrolled at the eligible educational institution and can substantiate the payment of qualified tuition and uh, related expenses. So just remember that would be a, a rare case, a different kind of case. If that happens, however, you want to make sure that you have the information, including the form of payment, to make sure that you can verify the form of payment, the canceled check or whatever form of payment it was, in case there is some type of audit. Because if there's an audit or letter, it's more likely that you could have one because there's no 1098 that has been received by the IRS that's going to match out the information neatly. And therefore, the IRS is more likely, possibly, to send a letter and say, hey, there, or ask about it in the case of an audit or something like that. And if, if everything's okay, if you've done everything properly, that's fine. Then you would just want to be able to have the information to verify that uh, it's qualified. And part of that would, of course, be the, to verify the payment that was made. Back to the text. You may also claim a credit if the student attending an eligible educational institution required to furnish Form 1098-T, but the student doesn't receive Form 1098-T because you file your tax return, for example, if the institution otherwise required to furnish Form 1098-T doesn't furnish it or refuses to do so, and you take the following required steps. After January 31st, 2019, and, but before due date for your 2018 tax return, you or the student must request that the educational institution furnish a Form 1098-T. You must fully cooperate with the educational institution's efforts to gather the information needed to furnish the Form 1098-T. You must also otherwise qualify for the benefit, be able to demonstrate that you or a dependent were enrolled at an eligible educational institution and substantiate the payment of qualified tuition and related expenses. So obviously if you if you don't get the 1098T from the institution, you got to do kind of due diligence to get the 1098T from the institution, provide any information needed. Possibly they don't have the right address or something like that. You'd have to provide that information, work with them to get the 1098T, and if you still can't get it, then be able to show the due diligence and show uh, the IRS in case of audit uh, that you do indeed qualify and you have done due diligence to get the 1098T. Back to the text. Ban on claiming the American Opportunity Credit. If you claim the American Opportunity Credit even though you're not eligible, you may be banned from claiming the credit for 2 to 10 years depending on your conduct. So you could be banned uh, if you try to take the credit. And of course, these credits are areas where the IRS is more stringent. They're looking at these credits because they're big opportunities dollar amount wise. And so they're more subject to abuse and therefore more subject to the IRS uh, looking at them more closely. Back to the text. Taxpayer identification number TIN needed by due date of return. If you haven't been issued a TIN tax identification number by due date of your 2018 return, including extensions, you can't claim the American Opportunity Credit on either your original or an amended 2018 return. Also, the American Opportunity Credit isn't allowed on either your original or amended 2018 return for a student who hasn't been issued a TIN by the due date of your return, including extensions. So the TIN number oftentimes is going to be your social security number. Of course, the IRS needs to know who we are and they know who we are by number. <laughs> so we have to have a qualifying number uh, to report to them.